0: Welcome to the Be Encouraged podcast, and if this is your first time pushing play, I want you to know that you are so welcomed here. I am your host, Jackie Brindle. I am a mom of three, wife, teacher, blogger, speaker, and I do like to run. We all need a little encouragement on the good and not so good days to lift us up and onward. That's my hope for you, that you will be so encouraged and know that with God, nothing is impossible. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Be Encouraged podcast. I'm your host, Jackie Brindle, and I want you to know you're so welcomed here. Whether it's your first time listening in, or maybe this is your 53rd time listening in, I'm so glad I've got you right here and I'm in your earbuds right now, or in the car with you right now, or on your walk or run. I'm so excited because you guys are in for a real treat. On episode number 53, I am talking with Rebecca George, you guys, she is back. She was also on episode number 32, and this time she talks all about her new podcast called Radiance and Radical Radiance, and I'm so excited for you guys to learn more about that and how she finds opportunities to literally radiate love and be the light in the world today. And don't we need more of that? So buckle up, you guys, get on your run, wherever you are, and be encouraged hey everybody and thank you so much for joining me here i have someone who might you might be familiar with from another episode that i had on uh but i just want to welcome rebecca george back to the show hi rebecca hey
1: jackie thank you so much for having me back
0: yeah i am so excited because you know in case anyone here missed that episode you get to kind of talk a little bit more about yourself and tell everybody what's been going on and also give us the, the rundown of who you are. So mm-hmm. would you like to start us off there?
1: Yeah, I would love to. So like you said, my name is Rebecca George. I live in the deep South in a small town in South Mississippi. I'm a pastor's wife and a dog mom and a writer speaker, a lot of those hats that you and I both wear, which are so fun. And I lead a podcast community called Radical Radiance. So the last time that we chatted, uh, the podcast was underneath another name called Do The Thing Movement, which um, we can kind of talk about my heart for that and um, and kind of what's going on with my book that kind of ties back to um, the heart of the, the show originally. But we rebranded a couple months ago underneath the name Radical Radiance, which I'm super excited to get to unpack with you today and uh, just talk about all God's done in my heart over the last several months as it pertains to that. But that is kind of a little bit about what I'm up to um, as far as the podcast. And I'm writing my first book and I'm just so grateful for God's provision in this season. Um, As you know, Jackie, what we do Um, is hard and holy work behind the scenes a lot of times. And sometimes it can feel like rolling a boulder up a hill for like years and years for a very long time. And then sometimes God just like gives us those glimpses of like, yes, I'm blessing like the work of your hands. And so I'm excited to be writing more these days. And um, yeah, so that's a little bit of what I'm up to.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like a boulder. It's really hard work. And and so much fruit is going to come from all of that hard work. I just know it, Rebecca, in my heart. And and really, I just want to know, too, radiance is something that you said spoke to your heart and that word. And what was the inspiration on that? Because that's a beautiful mm-hmm. word. And there's just so much that comes to mind when I think of the word radiance. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really want to hear, what is your perspective on that? And where did that kind of stem from?
1: Yeah. I started feeling... God nudging my heart towards kind of a broader umbrella for kind of what we would call my ministry, kind of the umbrella that everything I did was going to fall under. I wanted something that was going to outlast my season. I'm super passionate about walking alongside women and their calling and helping them take the next steps towards what God's called them to do and using their gifts for his glory and all those things. I'm writing a book on all that. Uh, I will always be passionate about that. However, um, I wanted something that five or eight years from now, I could still say like, yeah, that's what I'm about, you know, Um, no matter what I'm writing or speaking about at the core this is what I'm about. And so this verse in Psalm 34 kept coming up um, in my quiet time in conversations with several friends. It's it's really cool how God will um, confirm things in our hearts, not only through his word, but through other people. And this verse in Psalm 34 kept coming up. It's verse five. And it says, those who look to him are radiant and their faces are never covered in shame. And there's so much there in that quick in that quick short verse that I think really speaks to so much of what I'm passionate about. First of all, keeping our eyes on Jesus, right? When we look to him, there's so much in scripture that talks about that. He's the author and perfecter of our faith. We're to keep our eyes on him and, and run hard after what he's called us to do. And so that's sort of that first piece. Those who look to him, those who keep their eyes on Jesus are radiant, right? And so when we think about that word, in terms of what the world might think, we might think of beauty. We might think of outer beauty, right? But we both know that when we look to scripture, there's there's a lot that it says about how outer beauty is fleeting. But when we talk about inner beauty, when we think about that hard and holy work that God does in us as we become sanctified and become more like Jesus, um, it's those things that make us more radiant and beautiful um, and different than the world when we walk out into our lives and we are ambassadors for Christ, right? So we look, those who look to him are radiant and their faces are never covered in shame. This idea of shame, you know, I think is kind of the root of a lot of things that we do battle with, right? Our fear, our insecurities, um, a lot of those things are rooted in shame. And when we look to kind of where those thoughts come from, most times they aren't coming from well. They are not ever coming from God, right? Um, even though they might be rooted in kind of a painful thing that that God can redeem, um, we know that those those feelings, those thoughts don't come from Him. And so those who look to Him are radiant. Their faces are never covered in shame. That, that scripture kept coming up for me for several months. And at the beginning of this year, I started reading through scripture chronologically this year. I decided that's kind of what I was going to do in my quiet time. And kind of in tandem with all of this going on in my heart, I kept seeing radiance all across pages of scripture in different ways. Like when I read through Exodus and Moses is coming down from Mount Sinai after spending 40 days and nights in the presence of God, and it says his face was glowing with the glory of God, right? Like, and that's what happens when we walk out into the world, when we've spent time in the presence of God, in his word, communing with him in prayer, right? Like that we, we are different in the eyes of the world when that's, when that's the case. And then I, I, I kept reading and then in numbers, when um, the Lord is giving Moses, these instructions of how to care for the lamps in the tabernacle. When we think about the tabernacle, it was where people experienced the presence of God in the old Testament. Right. And, and there were these lamps in the tabernacle. I've never thought about this before, but the lamps would have been the only light source. Where that we're inside the tabernacle where people experience the presence of God at that point in time. And then to kind of think about that in terms of how we experience the presence of God now, we're filled with the Holy Spirit as a follower of Christ. And so that presence of God is within us, right? So we are a light to the world as we walk out and live out our our calling um, as we follow Christ. And so, and then there's the Psalms verse and then I'm I'm reading through Hebrews and there's the verse about how Jesus is the radiance of God's glory. Like I saw it everywhere in scripture and just couldn't get away from it. And um, you know, one of the questions I'm asking on the podcast now that I, I get teary almost every time somebody answers it is what about Jesus makes you radiant? And, the answers people give are are so beautiful when we really stop and think about like, this has nothing to do with outer beauty, but like, what about his character? What about his goodness? His faithfulness um, makes you radiant. I had a girl the other day say that he feels so safe. Like when I think about who he is, I feel safe as a follower of Christ. And I've never, I had never really thought about that before. And so it's interesting as you, interview and talk and have different conversations with people, um, different writers and leaders and just hearing like how God is walking with them and what about him makes them radiant. Like I love having those conversations. So that's a little bit about where God and I have been with the word radiance. <laughs> and that don't is beautiful. You so
0: that's a journey. Yes, I th- that's so beautiful. Like it's so funny because I was listening to your podcast, and you guys, like I said, if you have not listened to radical radiance yet, you've gotta you gotta just consume it. It's so good. Um, and it's, you know, I, I heard you ask that or someone had asked you that question and to you. and um, and then literally after that episode, I was like looking to the word and you just said Hebrews. and that's where I found the word radiance and I was like, yeah. oh my goodness, I'm like connecting dots alongside you here because I just think, wow, you know, I never even thought about that word before in the word and then it just starts popping out. Like I feel like, you know, when somebody says, oh, do you see the color green? And then everyone starts to see the color green. You know what I mean? It's just one of those yes. things that you said radiance and I'm like, now I'm looking for it everywhere. Where is that? You know? Um, and so I just think it's something contagious but like sweetly contagious and hard mm-hmm. and hard to um, – Cultivate. Like I don't think – like I think radiance, I often think about it as something – and my friend and I were just talking about this word um, in lieu of me telling her I'm going to interview you. And, you know, we were saying how, you know, radiance is something – it sounds so beautiful. Like you said, it sounds so pretty. But it's not always achieved in the most prettiest way or the most Mm -hmm. like fun rainbow kind of way. You know what I mean? Uh,
1: yeah, I, I do in a really deep way, Jackie. And I, and I think when somebody asked me that very question, like you're talking about in that introductory episode, the way that I answered was sort of something God had taught me through difficulty. And what your listeners won't know is a couple of years ago, I got married, which was walking into a whole new season of ministry and and marriage. And it was such a sweet time in my life. But I also flipped my life upside down. I moved nine hours from everything I've ever known. I became a pastor's wife, um, left a deep rooted community that I loved. It was as painful as it was joyful. And, um, you know, everything about my life changed except for God. And when I think about God's character and I think about his omnipresence, his wisdom, his faithfulness, his sovereignty, all the things that I know to be true about him, if he could change, if he was not immutable, I couldn't trust him. Right. Like if, if that quality about God wasn't true, I couldn't trust him. And, and that would negate everything else that we know to be true about him. And so the, the way that I answer that question in this stage of my life is I can trust God because he doesn't change. And because he doesn't change and I can trust his character. Like I can, I can walk forward in confidence, not in myself, but like that God confidence of the Holy spirit living in me, giving me wisdom and discernment and um, confidence that only comes from him to live my life for Christ. And that makes me radiant, you know, like, but that hasn't come from just, you know, a mountaintop experience that's come from like a really tough couple of years. And so, yeah, I completely agree with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Really tough couple of years. I feel like it's almost like a refining moment until you be, feel like yeah the, you can see the radiance of god working through that you know and it maybe mm-hmm. you are being refined and you're in that low like rebecca is talking about and your life just has been flopped upside down um there's hope that she's you know saying that she's gone through and i think we all have been i feel like everyone here has probably had that moment where we've all been humbled in a certain way in certain capacity where god has really worked on our hearts to grow into um to really become the person we are today essentially.
1: Mm-hmm. I totally um, agree.
0: Yeah, and so I mean, and just and thinking about Jesus here and like just really laying it all out in all areas of life, you know, if we're going to dive into more of um seeking uh, how to grow in our faith and become spiritually mature you know i think no one ever just arrives at a pivotal peak right we have there's highs and there's lows there's valleys and there's mountaintops you know mm-hmm. so how um, can we find or find radiance or encompass that in our lives and in all areas of life whether it's work or we're going to a new school year or uh, mm-hmm. writing or or maybe you're staying home and it's an, a different shift and you're homeschooling like how can you speak hope and encouragement to other people going
1: through that Yeah, I think that's so good. I think there's a few things. First of all, I'll share kind of a general rule that I've learned to kind of implement into my quiet time. I think a lot of us, myself included, I'm raising my own hand. Most of my life, I have read my Bible from the perspective of, okay, Lord, what do you want to teach me about me? Right? What do you want to change in me? What do you want to grow in me? That's not a bad prayer. However, and that's not that's not a bad prayer, right? To think like, okay, God, I want you to show me areas where you that I'm still not sanctified, that I'm still not like Jesus, like what are the areas that I can grow in? However, the Bible has so much more to say and teach us about who God is. And then as we learn, more about who God is that changes us in the process. And so I have really tried to kind of begin to read scripture primarily through that lens first of really asking God, like, who, how do you want to speak to me about who you are today? And what do I not know about you yet? And um, that has really changed my quiet time. So that would be one of the things that I think contributes towards this whole conversation. And then um, in that same vein, getting in our Bibles, like it sounds so simple, but so many of us, um, whether it be, you know, we're a ministry leader or we, um, we maybe teach God's word for our job or we are a podcaster or whatever. And we spend so much time preparing to teach that we don't actually like commune with God, right? Like if you ever been in that kind of season where you just feel over almost like ministry fatigued, right? And I think we can easily get in those seasons and not prioritize our time with God. And so I would start there. And then, you know, I think the pandemic for me provided so many opportunities, almost these like micro opportunities to share the love of Christ. Like we were all home. We weren't seeing anybody but our families. And I can remember times where I would go to the grocery store and I just started realizing like the same girl is checking me out of the grocery store week in and week out. And like, I don't know her name. I don't know if she knows Jesus, but I do know that she's had a really hard day helping people find toilet paper and hand sanitizer, right? And so yeah. it's like, how do I speak life into her? How do I encourage her? How do I show her the love of Christ in those like 42 seconds that I have while she's scanning my groceries? I had so many of those opportunities during covid when I wasn't, quote, busy. Right. And so as we return to to whatever life is going to look like now, I think those are the moments that I don't want to miss um, in the midst of my selfish busyness of life is just being able to um, to be generous, to be kind. Like, think about the fruits of the spirit. Like, how do we radiate the heart of Jesus into our lives? we ask God to continue to develop those things in us, patience, joy, kindness, self-control, like all of those things. That's our fruit, right? That's how we show the world who Jesus is, right? And so really kind of going back to that passage in Galatians where we see the fruits of the spirit, that's something that I've done a lot lately. I actually, I was thinking about this today. I think what I'm going to do is put the fruits of the spirit on like note cards in my office. I haven't done it yet. So this is like preemptive, but I think I'm going to put them on my prayer board here in my office, just as a reminder, because I need that to be in front of me as a, as a reminder, right. To like continue to focus on that. And I think through those things, through trying to figure out like, God, what do you want to teach me about you staying in God's word, not missing opportunities to share the love of Christ, really checking our fruit. Like God, God, Today, in, you know, as I walk throughout my day, like, where did I miss opportunities, like help me not miss opportunities tomorrow, like praying those kind of prayers. I think those are some of the things that um, I would encourage somebody to do, whether you're walking through an easy season or a really hard season um, to kind of walk towards the idea Mm -hmm. of radiance.
0: Mm, I love that. Just to keep walking towards the idea of radiance, I feel like you need to put radiance. Like I just picture a tree that you just kind of just draw on your board, and radiance is like the middle, like the the trunk, like that's your center, that's your core. Are you talking about that? And then I just picture a bunch of just the fruits of the spirit all around it, and then that's that's the radiance, that's the fruit. It just it's what it stems from, it's what's fueling the fruit of the spirit, and um. I mean, that's just the picture that comes to mind. I love uh, it. Yeah, I love that. And I just think, you know, you you said something really important. It's to get into the word. And that can be really scary when, you know, for yeah. some people who are just dipping their toes in the pool, you know. But honestly, just, I don't know. Is there a favorite um, book? of the bible oh, yeah. or somewhere that you're like man this this is my solitude like this is where i go and i get revved up about this character or this person what they've gone through and it gives me hope here or maybe it's the psalms and it's the song of your heart but you know what's something that someone can just chew on for a bit and take it slow and just start feeding them you know what i mean
1: yeah yeah i think if i could tell somebody, any place, like if you are, if you're new to this whole Jesus thing, if you're new to this whole, you know, message of the gospel, like start there. I think I would start with the life of Jesus reading about his life changes mine, like reading about how the way, the way he cares for people and about his ministry. And, um, I think that is where I would start now real practically. I want to share a resource that I'm going through that I think has been so pivotal to me this year. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of Terry Cobble's The Bible Recap, but she does a podcast and has a corresponding book that walks through scripture chronologically. And if you get the book, you have like a two-page spread each day that sort of, Gives you an overview of what you read. Super helpful when you're reading the Old Testament, just to be super real, real. Like if you have a day where you're like, I got absolutely nothing out of that. She unpacks every single day all year long. And there have been several days where maybe I was just asking God, like, I just need you to speak to me. And maybe I didn't get anything out of the first pass of reading, but I read her commentary and then I would go back and I'd be like, okay, God, yeah, like that's so good. And so that's been super helpful to me. You can listen to the podcast for free if you don't want to buy the book. And, um, and that's been great. I, you know, I've been walking with Jesus since I was 10 years old. I have started Bible reading plans almost every year of my life since then. And I've never finished one. And I think I'll finish it this time. I really do. I usually get like shiny object syndrome about halfway through the year, and I just decide to start something else. But um, it's it's August, and I've not quit yet. And that's the longest that I've ever I've ever went. And so I think that speaks volumes to her wisdom and um, walking alongside people. So grab that if you haven't. But if you are just trying to find a place to start, start in the Book of Matthew. Read through the Gospels: Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John.
0: That's such good advice. And I think that's one way we can um, pull radiance into our life when we're walking through something hard or something where like, I don't know, like I'm thinking right now as the seasons are shifting and changing and school's approaching and, you know, everyone's a little bit on edge right now in the Mm -hmm. world today. And it's it's like every day, really. I'm not, you know, sugarcoating it, but I think those types of stories can really be life changing to keep our focus on the radiance of God and and through us and how that we really are to meant to be a light, um, you know, in the in the darkness, in in mm-hmm. things that are really hard and messy and muddy. And um and I think you do such a lovely job uh with your podcast and and coming alongside me and coming on this podcast and sharing the goodness and the news that uh good news that other people are not alone in, in our messes, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. It just matters so much. Like there's not, there's nothing that matters more to me than like leading people closer to to Jesus. And um, I don't think we've ever lived in a time where um, living this out has been more probably difficult, at least in our lifetime, people have lived before us and have experienced a lot more suffering and persecution than us. We know we in America, we have no idea what persecution is compared to our brothers and sisters around the world. However, as um, you know, the longer the world goes until Jesus comes back, like we're just we're facing some stuff right now. And um, we need God's word more than we ever have. We uh, we need community more than we ever have. And um I just would encourage your listeners today, like if you are not plugged into a local church, please do so. Like I think COVID was such a hard time for the body of Christ because like we weren't gathered, like we were meant to gather and we we weren't gathering and that's and that's tough. So get in community, get in God's word, um, and just be intentional.
0: Yeah, be intentional. I love that. And um, and thinking about what is to come for you, just to pivot a little bit. um, mm-hmm. I know you are in the middle of writing. So there's got to be a lot of time, intentional time set aside in your day. Yeah. like what <laughs> between podcasting, all the things that you do? Um, but just again, leading people on to see the radiance of God. So I'm excited to see what books you have brewing up. But can you tell me a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I started kind of walking down the path of writing a book about seven years ago, which feels really crazy. So if you're waiting for something in your life right now, I I get you, girl. And I have I've been there and I've walked through those days where I almost just chucked my book proposal out the window and, and just quit. And I'm really glad I didn't. And um, God is just so faithful. I'm so thankful for the team that I get to partner with at David C. Cook and i Just I have an amazing agent who's just walked with me throughout this whole process. and I'm just so, so grateful for the opportunity. So um, in the next several years, I'll have two, at least two books that will come out. Uh, The first one will come out in April of 2023. So I'm going to spend the entire fall and, and winter writing my first book. But really, it is centered around... My, my heart and soul of the last few years of podcasting, which has been walking alongside women to help them see their calling through a gospel centered lens. So it's really going to be not just practical, like, okay, how do I take steps forward? But like the theology behind that, like what does God's word say about how do we connect, you know, our gifts and talents to the glory of God? Like what does that look like in our work? What does it look like in our communities how do we start something when God calls us into something new? How do we quit something when God's calling us into a new season? All of those things that we have to wrestle with and work out with God um, in our callings. We're going to talk about all of that. So I, I cannot wait. It is um, the hardest and the sweetest thing I've ever done.
0: Oh my goodness. That's going to be such a great resource. Um, I definitely will be picking that up because I, I love that you say that theology behind it, like that excites me because there is so much instruction. And I mean, like that's what the Bible is there for, right? To teach, to yeah. instruct and to rebuke. And all of those things are so helpful, like tools in my toolbox. And I just feel like that is something that is I don't see enough of out there. Like how can you bring in like it doesn't need to Christianity doesn't necessarily need to be in a box. I think sometimes we all love to like put it there and keep it to the side for Sunday. But I mean, it's in everything I do, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, for you to just step out and write a book that encompasses someone's calling and faith is like such a breath of fresh air. Like it's just so good.
1: Well, and it's like we have books that are flying off shelves at Target that are that are giving women some false narratives that really break my heart around hustling for success and burning the candle at both ends. And if you just work a little bit harder, you're going to get what you want. And the reality of it is, as a disciple of Christ, like we're called to take up our cross and follow Jesus daily. We might experience suffering. We might experience hardship. Like we, at the end of the day, our job, I think A.W. Tozer says this, is to worship God and enjoy him forever and help others do the same, you know? And so it's like, how do we do that in our work? And what does that, what does that look like? And so, yeah, they're just, is not a lot that I've seen that meshes um, both together really well, and I think women need it. I think women are hungry for it. I can speak from experience. Before I got married, you know, I was twenty-seven when I got married, and so I had several years of you know adult life in the church before I married my husband. And I can remember this long season where it was like I wasn't a college student anymore, so I didn't really fit in with the college kids. I wasn't married and so I didn't relate to any conversations I had with my friends who were married. I didn't have children and so I couldn't relate on that level. And so I can remember this one small group of women in my church that just kind of rallied around this season of like we're doing we're doing the thing. Like we're doing our calling to the best that we know how and we're being faithful to God in the midst of a real long season of singleness because we all just don't really see our place in the church. You know, like we, we aren't moms, we aren't college kids. So like, there's not really a class for us anymore. And um, we're just going to like band together and follow Jesus together. And I think there's a lot of those women in churches across America that really need a resource to walk alongside them in that season. And their calling when, you know, I hope that they have a mentor walking with them to help them walk through a lot of this. But I know a lot of women do not. And so I, I want this to fill a gap and a real need that I even see in the church right now um, to encourage women. So that's that's another side, another big passion of mine. But uh, I'm excited about it.
0: Listen, I can hear you. You are excited about it. I'm excited about it for you because – Who doesn't want someone to say, hey, you're not alone and I see you? I think a lot of times we just want to be seen and heard. And I know that might be overused to say, but like that just goes to the core of who I am. I know I want to be seen and heard. And to have someone tangibly say like, I get where you're at and I'm going to come alongside you and support you and give you – help you give confidence and hope. I mean, who doesn't want that in their life? You know what I mean?
1: I know I do. I do because I want it and I want to give it to other women. Yeah. Like I, so, I so get that.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, I think women are joining alongside us each other more and more in collaboration. And like you are like, you've got this, you know, and, and really just laying our hearts out there and then everyone just embracing each other for it. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. so glad and keep up with that. And I want you to keep doing that. Like, I think we need to hear from one another more often and especially like our walk in faith. Um, I think that is something when you marry those two things together, it's like iron sharpens iron. You know what I mean? Mm
1: -hmm. I do. And I mean, especially in the work that we do, Jackie, like I am so grateful for the community that, that I see and sort of this army of women that are like growing up together in this industry. And I, I, I hope that never changes. I hope we never stop cheering each other on. I hope we never stop um, including each other in projects and pulling each other along and encouraging each other in the Lord, because we weren't meant to do this alone. We are people who want to be seen and known and loved. And and yeah, I, I have seen so much of that over the last couple of years, too, which makes me so grateful. But yeah, we're totally on the same page.
0: Yeah. And I think it also keeps each other accountable. Like, you know, if you're listening right now and you're like, oh my goodness, like I want a friend like that. Like, like she said, there's places you can start. But even just praying for that someone to to come alongside you and pray with you and be help you keep accountability so that you just keep being radiant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um I think that's really good to uh to do.
1: Yeah. So good.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I just want to say thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your heart and your book that's coming out and you just are radical radiance in your own life and community, you know, your new marriage. Um, I'm just so excited to see where this is going to launch you in in the long term. So, yeah.
1: no, oh, I am so grateful that you would have me back. And if friends like listening want to go get something real practical that, um, just really will unpack a lot of what we talked about today. We have a journal that we're giving away and we're calling it the Shine Bright Journal. It's a hundred page devotional or a hundred page journal that you can download. And we walk through all the places in scripture, at least that I've found so far, where I see evidence of kind of this idea of radiance that we talked about. There's a place to just really just journal and interpret the scriptures pray all of those things kind of all in one place. So if you want to see that um you can hop over to RadicalRadiance.live, and just a sweet little gift from us. So
0: Oh my goodness, that sounds awesome. I love journals. I love journaling. I actually just bought myself another journal the other day. I fact. have like so many.
1: <laughs> I know. I collect them. That's what my mom and I say.
0: Yeah, I collect them and I fill them up and I put them on. You see it right here.
1: Yes, I love that.
0: <laughs> My daughter was like, "Mom, I cannot find a notebook with like any pages empty on it." And I was like, "I'm sorry, you can't look on this shelf because they're all used.
1: They're all <laughs> like used. Over here. Yeah, you're so. teaching her right."
0: Yeah, yeah. So thank you so much for coming on. I hope everybody here enjoyed this conversation and lots of good resources in the show notes that you will find all about Rebecca, George, and you keep a lookout, you guys. She is a rising star and so helpful, so wonderful, such a light, and I'm so thankful you came on here to talk all about it.
1: Thanks for having me, Jackie.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Wait right there. Hey, friends, were you encouraged today? Did that speak to you in some way? Do you feel that urge to share? Do you feel that urge to write a review? Do you feel the urge to click subscribe? Then do it. Yes, do all of those things. And you can easily find me at Jackie B. Inspiring on Instagram. That's J-A-C-K-I-E-B-I-N-S-P-I-R-I-N-G. You know, it helps me out a lot when you share this content with your friends and family and when you subscribe and if you were to write a raving review that even boosts this podcast right now, wherever you can find it. So I appreciate that so much because I know you guys have a lot on your plate and you have so many different things going on, but you made time today to listen in and I am so grateful for all of that. I want to say thank you and I hope you guys have a great week. Be encouraged, you guys.